friendships will be lost, fights will be had. I came over and Christian was like, I've been preparing for this for days. And I was like, oh, I, I've, I've done zero preparation. I just love Christmas and I'm ready to go. And that, I think that, that'll get me through it, you know, the love of Christmas. I know them by heart, the ones that I care about and the sure. ones that I hate. I know why I hate them. Like, I don't feel like I need to write up my notebook. So I made a special Google Doc for it. I bet you should have a special Google Doc. You chose the most outlandish films. I hated your list the most. What are Whoa. you saying? <laughs> I know what I'm saying. My mic's working, right? Whoa. I'm just, it's egregious though, but it's egregious, Christian. That's the thing. I don't know, dude. Her list was, her list could just burn in a fire. Listeners, welcome back. You know us. We're and here's why. It's going to get ugly today. I'm going to be honest with you. Prepare for blood, tears, God knows what else. Our brother podcast is back. Got our bro haze in the studio. Not really. They're virtual, but you know, we do what we can. I'm Lauren. And I'm your co-host, Paige. We're super excited for today's episode. I'll do anything for Christmas. I love Christmas, and I'm excited for us to do a full Christmas spectacular. Buckle up. Things are going to get ugly. If you guys listen to our Marvel episode, this is going to be that, but on crack. So, Thank God I smelled crack before this. <laughs> that is always important. <laughs> For those who don't know us and are just coming for the beautiful It Can't Be That Bad Boys, we are a podcast that talks about, you know, fictional worlds, movies, TV shows. We dive into the fiction. Our boys are back. Hello. I didn't even realize we were actually going this, until- The quiet start. Very, very 2006 podcast of you. Nice. <laughs> I'm excited. Thanks for having us back. It's been, I don't know, like a year and a half since we've been back on this show. I'm excited. Christmas is a big deal to me. I'm a very romantic individual. Alejandro, um, what I've discovered about him, he has a very tough exterior. But if you really get to know him, he loves, loves Christmas. rom-coms. He loves Christmas. He loves all that sappy He's stuff. He's like an so. onion. You got to pull those layers. A yeah. lot of layers. Alejandro is Shrek. I am Aww. Shrek in a lot of ways. You should have been on our swamp episode. Well, <laughs> what a way with words you have, Lauren. You really know how to dish a compliment. Christian, look. Wow, that looks like a bunch of nothing to me. That's oh, those that's the bracket. <laughs> wow. I should preface. So for your listeners out there, they might think that I'm kind of mean or douchey, but that's because Lauren and I have actually been able to hang out in person probably like four or five times. times. Yeah. yeah. We're like actual real life friends now. We are real life friends and we've developed this chemistry where I think compliments are rare between us. Sure. <laughs> and few and far between. Well, that's very interesting because Paige and I hang out all the time as well. I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I was just dying to interject. Like they were just being, you know, a little like selfish. A little too much chumminess. Then. Yeah. What right. do you guys do? I was like, don't forget about our friendship. So yeah. I thank you for saying that. Of Please. course, Paige. Of course. Going we got coffee last detail. week. Okay. We got coffee. I had a frappuccino. Okay. Paige, you had the, the pumpkin spice latte. You know, I love pumpkin. Like, if it's not pumpkin, I don't want it. So, and that's she said that when she ordered it, too. That's a whole lot of stuff. And that checks out because her husband's a redhead. So, Paige, ah. you're, you're in such <laughs> darkness right now. It looks like you've been kidnapped. Is the baby asleep in that room with you? Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, no. She sleeps in her own room in her oh. own space. Wow. Turn some lights on, then, Paige. What are you doing? 
guys, like, honestly, I need this, okay? I'm <laughs> overstimulated all day. I just need, like, the, the lights <laughs> off, quiet. She says she's overstimulated. You are on a podcast with three of the loudest people that you could probably choose. That's why the lights are off. Lorraine, what are you drinking right there? That's a whole lot of dirty water. This is a beer because you know what? I'm really going to need it for this fist fight that we're about to have. So, Ooh, nice so, transition. Yeah, we've had enough little dancing around the fire. Should we jump into the fire? What are the rules? The rules, if it's 50-50, then we'll have to do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Obviously. If we're being outnumbered here, then... It just, it is, but I have a feeling I'm going to be so mad by the end of this. You better be mad because this <laughs> list that you put out, lady. You? Yeah, you put too many movies. You it's told like you gouged ten. your eyes out first and just based it off of like, I don't know, the synopsis if you read it with Braille. Oh my <laughs> God. Dude, every list. And then there were more after she made a official list there were more b-list movies and we have a bad movie podcast and this was infuriating what i had to sit through buckle the heck up i definitely okay so to preface a little bit more before we get into it we did have about a week and a half's notice to watch about 40 films or (laughs) re-familiarize ourselves with 40 films so let's just i don't even i hate using the word film for about 20 of these (laughs) movies I think it's been pretty clear. We are going to have the greatest Christmas movie of all time showdown right now. It's going to be March Madness style. So it's brackets. Nobody's getting to buy this round. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Verbal confirmation Same. is yes. Do, do I have consent? I guess so. Here's, no, yeah. we'll try again. Go right on. Okay. Elf versus Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Elf. Elf. Interesting. That's an easy, easy elf just because it's twice upon a Christmas. Okay, thank God. <laughs> thank God. All as right. far as Christmas sequels, twice upon a Christmas doesn't pale in comparison. Yeah, twice upon a Christmas, they ruined it for themselves with the ice skating scene in the beginning with Minnie and Daisy. Whoa, and whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's my favorite scene. Okay, well, it sucks. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you talking about with the alligators, that whole giant performance? I'm not saying that the performance was whack. The performance was amazing. It was the whole lesson of it. It's like, oh, cheating and then helping each other. Like, no, we are out (laughs) to fend for ourselves, okay? We're not not doing any of that. Tanya Harding over here. Our Michelle Kwan era. I'm definitely an encourager. (laughs) However, I also don't do that everybody's a winner type of stuff, if you know what I mean. Like, there are winners and there are losers. Don't be a crybaby. I hear what you're saying. Winning's only good if someone loses. As as the youth say, facts, no printer. Oh, I thought they said no cap. You are so cool, Lauren. I know. I know. I wish I were her. I do. All right. Let's on to the next one. Christmas with the Cranks versus Die Hard. Christmas with the Cranks. Die Hard. Are you insane? Who are you looking at a mirror when you say that? You, sir. Because Die Hard. All right. I I love both of these films. It is. It is actually technically a Christmas film. There's a tree. There's gifts. They refer to Christmas a bunch of times. And it's the entire duration of the film that it takes place during Christmas Eve, right? Yeah, it takes place within two hours. Yeah. All right. I'll lend you this olive branch. Die Hard's a Christmas movie, but it's not better than Christmas with the Cranks. Cranks is a family staple of mine. In terms of like 
objectively speaking, if we're talking about like the actual acting and the objectives of each actor and the character, is that, that what we're playing, talking about? Then no. no, probably Christmas with the Cranks is traditionally a more of a Christmassy film. But what do I want to sit through a little bit more often? Okay, and I must say, Tim that- Allen, absolutely. When Snape falls off the the top of the building, incredible, real acting because they counted to two and pushed him. Really? They're so that like, was his actual. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna count to three and push you when they're filming, but then they did one, two, and then the uh, real push, real acting. Off. See, look at that, Bruce Willis with hair and fake feet. That. Okay, but when the mom in Christmas with the Cranks is fighting over that last canned ham, that was also real acting, okay? It was. She was out there in the streets. Jamie Lynn's best. Yeah. Jamie Lee, excuse me, is best actor. Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs> We're talking Star. about Zoe, Zoe 101, 101, right? <laughs> the best Christmas sitcom out there before she got preggers. After she had her baby, she was getting down in the grocery store over some canned ham. <laughs> oh my I could God. imagine that. Can we just say it does get points off because canned ham is gross. That is disgusting, absolutely. But yeah. So like why are you why are you fighting over that? I mean, but there are some incredible scenes in Christmas with the cranks. Like the, I mean, no one's yeah. walking on glass in Christmas with the cranks. Well, after he gets like work done on his face, I believe like oh. a bunch of Botox and he's trying to eat. Iconic. I actually just watched that one yesterday and I was like belly laughing and I was doing it along with him. When they get to the tanning booth and she hits her head and then the priest shows up. Yeah. And it's just that's it's it's beautiful. Her body. That, that's good comedy. <laughs> I do respect her. Yeah. To Jamie Lee Curtis keeping it tight after all these years. Good for you. She seems like a mean mother. I don't want to. I don't know why that came up in my brain, but is it the short haircut? <laughs> no, she's literally doing all of this for her daughter. She's a she's a great mom. But yeah. if, I, if, if it was a son, I feel like she'd be really mean. What? I don't know. Really? That might be something that I need to work out with my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Christians outnumbered. Yeah, it's the three of us. It is, yeah. it is three to one. But, you know, my opinion outweighs your guys' opinions because <laughs> oh. I have great taste because my list hey, that I gave lose. was we're better. We're all going to lose something, buddy. Well, I'm going to lose my temper if you guys keep disagreeing with me <laughs> and i will kick my computer screen if we keep fighting this way i'm sorry didn't you vote l you've already won one round okay okay this you're right the first l okay you're right you're right i'll take the i'll take the loss well, i'll take the loss don't worry christian because the next duo i think i know exactly what you're gonna say don't worry we're gonna team up on lauren later okay your time is oh, coming my God. everybody's okay. everyone's getting a three to one at one point a charlie brown christmas versus Polar Express. Polar Express. Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown Christmas. No. Polar Express. Is get bad. out of town. The Literally. eyes are weird. Get out of town. I will if it's me getting on the Polar Express. Well, get on there. <laughs> and stay and, there. And, and live with those elves. That's fine. Like, if I don't have to talk to you again because of your outrageous the, the opinion. The single scariest scene in cinema history is showing up at the North Pole completely abandoned. I will definitely get out of town and I will call Tom Hanks daddy the whole time. I don't care. I'm hopping on that train and he's going to boop, 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 boop. He is going to pop my ticket. <laughs> the hot chocolate song. I sing that year round. So good. Ha, 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 we got it. Ha, ha, wait, wait. Ha, Anytime chocolate. Tom Hanks sings, I, he's got me. Real quick. That hot chocolate is to not be trusted because those it's servers were just looking in one direction and didn't blink once. Yeah, you drink that hot chocolate, you're definitely falling asleep. Because that's the Christmas magic. It's the Christmas no. magic. All 30 of those children got kidnapped that night. 
I need to I need to express myself real quick. Yeah, Christian has a deep connection with. I have Polar a deep Express. connection. So uh, recently, Alejandro asked me what uh, the worst Christmas present I ever received was, and I instantly said Polar Express on DVD. Oh. I got that from my mother when I was a child, and um, she thought it was going to be really cool because it was one of those special edition DVDs that came with the toy train. What is this? The 1950s? Does a kid like me play with toy trains? No, I play with action figures. <laughs> And oh so this God. was very upsetting. Okay, did you guys ever get to do the Polar Express though, like for yourself? Uh, no, because I'm not a child on acid. <laughs> do you mean for yourself in like a therapeutic fashion? Like it's between a, a pedicure and the Polar no, Express? No, listen, <laughs> it's a real thing. Like from where I'm from in North Carolina, up in the mountains, they have a legit Polar Express like simulation thing. And I got to do it as a kid. So that to me oh, is why I love oh. it. Like they had the best cookies and hot chocolate and like Santa okay. came and it was very magical. I really thought Paige was going to have to unpack some like weird abduction scenario <laughs> that she went through that was alarming for a couple minutes. My uncle drove a big Dodge Dart and was just like, get in. We're, <laughs> we're calling this the Polar Express. I'm I glad mean, you're safe. I'm glad you're safe. Like that it was a real thing and that you got home safely. And <laughs> this is this is where I'm coming from. OK, Polar Express just has so many weird things about it. Like Tom Hanks exactly. is at least five different characters in that movie and you never find out what the main character, the little boy, what his name is. Never. Not once. You literally Google it and it's, it's just like main character. <laughs> It's just such a weird movie, but it gets it me in such a Christmassy mood. It just does. It is a very it is a very Christmassy movie, but are you saying that Polar Express makes you feel more like Christmas as opposed to Charlie Brown buying a Christmas tree that's just one stem hanging from an ornament and all his friends who hate him? We were discussing this downstairs. Everybody in this city has decided that Charlie Brown's the worldwide just bitch. And everyone makes fun of him and everyone treats him like crap. And then here we are getting together, making his little crappy tree a beautiful Christmas tree because that's the spirit. Thank you, Linus. I have to agree with Alejandro. I just watched this. This was the last uh, movie that I watched before going upstairs to record this with you guys. Mm -hmm. And immediately with the infamous track that is Christmas Time is Here. The music alone. Christmas Time yes. is here. <laughs> I so, have to say real quick. This Lauren, is a tough matchup. Lauren has such a nice voice. Stop complimenting like, them. No, the only time that I will actually compliment Lauren is on her voice. And I just want to say. Oh, my God. Good for your vocal cords, girl. I would compliment you on your hair. Oh. And your matching headphones and shirt. A little bit of a vibe. So CB Christmas. Yeah. I told Christian it's perfect. It's 38 minutes in length. You know what I mean? Everyone wins. You get to see Snoopy and your friend Woodstock. Everyone's dancing. Pig Pen's there. Linus mm -hmm. is there. She does this whole speech about Christmas and goodwill towards men. See, the names are just a hang up for me. Pig Pen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know Charlie Brown is a wholesome family. Peppermint Patty. Yeah. Who's the main girl that like loves but hates Charlie Brown? Susie? With the black hair. Lucy. She's the one like, I've been licked by a dog. I'm infected by dog germs. That one. She's so annoying. Snoopy's kind of an asshole to Charlie. Charlie's just too wholesome for his own movie. There's something going on with all of them, though. I mean, like, first of all, <laughs> Pigpen Lucy has AIDS. Lucy needs Pigpen has something. <laughs> Pigpen needs to see a doctor immediately. Yeah, he should take a shower. Um, oh, actually, in one movie, he does take a shower, and then immediately the dirt comes back to him. Um, I, I do want to see all of them growing up. Like, I'd like to see forty-year-old Charlie. I'd like to see you know Pigpen dead. He's whoa, dead. Whoa, He's whoa. not taking care of himself. Pigpen is a leper. I think that each child in Charlie Brown represents a different type of kid. 
They're not the X-Men. And no, I know, but it's just, it's a lot to unpack. I just don't love it. So that's my why my vote is going to go Polar Express. And I think we're just going to have to rock, paper, scissors. We're going to have to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a CBC. I'm all about the CBC. I mean, Alejandro is uh, more of an athlete than I am. So I will nominate him to do rock, paper, scissors on my behalf. So And I nominate Paige. I'm ready when you are. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Yes. All right. Yeah, just give it to Tom the Hanks. Girls. Give it to Tom Hanks. All right. Next one we got. <sighs> I can already tell you right now, this is going to make me very mad. Fatman? Is it Fatman or Fatman? It's not a know. Jewish last name. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Saul Fatman. This is my, yeah. this is my wife. Topanga Fatman. This movie title is one word. Fatman. Yeah, it's also one person. If there's no space in between, how am I? There's no space in Superman. 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 <laughs> my name is Saul Superman. Hashtag not my Superman. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Fat Man versus Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Which is only a quasi-Christmas film. I only quantified as a Christmas film because a lot of the streaming services are shoving it in my face as a Christmas film. <laughs> and I mean, it has Christmassy scenes, but that One. doesn't make it a Christmas movie. The definition of a Christmas movie. Uh Is does that mean it just has to be a movie that takes place during Christmas or it has to be festive? It has to have the music. It has to be about Christmas. Christmas has to be like one of the protagonists. One scene does not make a Christmas film. Correct. Yeah, there should be. I think it has to be both the subject of a scene, a scene, and then there has to be like one Santa hat. So what is the percentage of Christmas scenes in Harry Potter then? Oh, less than 10%. A small percentage. Yeah. Batman is about Santa Claus with a gun. As much as it angers me, I have to give it to Fat Man. Yes! Yeah, Fat Man. I agree also, just because I'm a big Mel Gibson fan, so I can't <laughs> not give him the credit that's due. It's a tough bin to be in, but uh, we're all there. I feel safe with Mel Gibson. You shouldn't. I do too. He's like that grandpa you always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> It was an interesting choice to cast him as Santa Claus, especially a violent Santa Claus. Mel Gibson versus Walter Goggins. Yeah. Everyone pretty unanimous on this. Wow. I would say that that wins. We are in harmony once again, ladies and gents. Next, Home Alone versus Miracle on 34th Street. This is a tough one. It's a classic versus a contemporary classic. Yeah. How much do you believe Macaulay Culkin? I believe him. I believe him. You believe him? I don't believe him. I believe a kid won't be as brave during a home <laughs> invasion as he is. But I do believe he, I, I have respect for an eight-year-old that knows how to take care of himself when his family's gone. He went out shopping for a toothbrush and asked if, if it's qualified in the National Toothbrush Association, meaning that it'll give you a good, clean brush. That's a weird kid. A very weird kid. And Miracle on 34th Street, it's... And we're talking about the original one, right? Not the shitty 90s remake? Yeah, the OG. I just want to say I read recently that Joe Pesci came away from accidents on the set of Home Alone that never healed. He's still hurting from burning his head on Home Alone. Uh, And because I love Joe Pesci, I now hate Macaulay Culkin. Uh, And Miracle on 34th Street is just a classic film about real Santa meeting a little girl, saving their life, buying a house for this random people. It's beautiful. (laughs) I'm going to have to give it to Home Alone. Same. Because can you quote anything from Miracle on 34th Street? Yes. What? When he goes, you actually have the reindeer in the wrong order. You need to put Comet. It goes Dancer, Prancer, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Vixen. Uh, he does it right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not winning in this argument, but I have a good point, and I think listeners will understand what I'm saying. I don't. I I'm gonna be real with you. Don't think they will because <laughs> Home Alone is so quotable and wonderful. Okay, so you know I love a good classic. Like I do. I feel like that for me already sets it above the rest. But Home Alone, come on. If they run marathons of it all the time, (laughs) you know I'm going to be here for it. So yeah, Home Alone hands down. Like that is one of my like every year at Christmas, that's one of the first Christmas movies that I watch. Just because when I think of Christmas, I think of Home Alone. So I respect Miracle on 34th Street. I praise Home Alone. I respect it. It's kind of like kind of like sir. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for your service, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. But I would rather party with Home Alone. Miracle on 34th Street stormed Normandy, right? But Home Alone <laughs> is, you know. Good shotgun a seltzer yeah. in 0.2 seconds. And that's why we hang out with Home Alone. Mm-hmm. They're like beer bonging it up. And Miracle on 34th Street is like, I think I'm going to go with the Fresca today. And you're yeah. like, no, <laughs> that's fresca. not the vibe. Yeah, Miracle on 34th Street went to Burning Man back when Burning Man was like not owned by Dr. Dre. Exactly. And like <laughs> Home Alone. Home Alone is like the type where it's just like, hey, come in. We already have beverages here and a bunch of finger foods and like a blow up mattress if you need to spend the night. Oh, so then Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. All right. Let's move on. I'm actually physically not ready for this next one because. Same. I was just looking at it. I want to throw up. These next few ones are tough. Daddy's Home 2 versus Christmas Vacation. I swear to God, I'm about to get upset. It's Christmas Vacation. Daddy's Home 2. No. I'm going to say. Are you insane? I am just. I'm furious. I'm putting my foot down. I'm upset. I'm putting my foot down and I'm just going to believe in my beliefs because that's what I was taught growing up. I'm cutting off your foot because that is absurd. That's illegal. And this is recorded evidence that you would actually physically harass me, lady. I'll help. You guys are incriminating yourselves. Paige, what do you have to say? Um... So comical. So (laughs) the way Paige is responding is very Miracle on 34th Street of her. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I am classy. Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson. Oh my God. Listen, listen. I love them so much. Like Mark Wahlberg, any movie he's in, I'm there for it. However, I (gasps) was raised on Christmas vacation. Like this is my family's movie. We quote it year round. My baby today wore a onesie that said, you serious, Clark? With Cousin Eddie's hat on it. I have to say Christmas vacation. This is a rough setup because Christmas Vacation is a staple in a lot of homes. And Daddy's Home 2 is not. Is not. Is like a paperclip. I will say we do watch it annually. I'm going to have to defend myself real quick. Like, Someone you can try. Christmas Vacation. Yes, very quotable. Tell me it's a bad Legendary. movie. Legendary. it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Okay, good. It's really good. It's really funny. I had my laughs. But oh my God. Will Ferrell. And Mark Wahlberg's chemistry is undeniably. Did your family not have a cousin Eddie? Like, I feel like if your family has a cousin Eddie, you just get it. Like, this is your movie. If your family has a cousin Eddie who's dumping his like toilet feces (laughs) into the neighborhood drain, it's figurative. It's, yeah, no, definitely. For what? What's it figurative for? That's between you and your family. I can't I can't call that. <laughs> Clark Griswold versus Will Ferrell. Clark Griswold all the Clark. time. Clark. And and also and also the you're right. Will Ferrell and Marky Mark have a great connection. Yeah. There's chemistry there. But it's better in Daddy's Home One. Yeah, it's really good, but I don't need Mel Gibson and John Lithgow. 
In fact, I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just give it to the other movie then. Well, I, I mean, the, you're outnumbered. We're not giving anything <laughs> away. Yeah, it's not It's not that we hate Daddy's Zone 2. In fact. We love it. I love the movie. I do. All right. Let's give it to Christmas Vacation because Christmas Chevy vacation. Chase. Chevy right. Chase is really, really good in it. Get ready for the guns. Here we go. Next one. Who? The Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch. Do I even have to say the other one? <laughs> okay. The Grinch versus Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. How the Grinch Stole Christmas starring Jim Carrey is... Yes. Oh, no, this is the one with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Stop. I'm just Stop. kidding. Stop. <laughs> Undeniably. But Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, they go from poor to wealthy by the end of it. And Mickey sells his harmonica for the ring or for the necklace. And then that little boy is like, I only got two cars but you can have one like stop pulling on my heartstrings like that i just want to watch the grinch you know like <laughs> goodbye oh, whoa whoa that turned around i was on your side for a second I, I i i love mickey's once upon a christmas it's the first christmas film to make me cry same this was one of my movies it's beautiful huey doing louie get stuck in a groundhog day type scenario mickey's once upon a christmas classic you know your favorite disney characters you know different shorts all compiled together what adult and child together would not like that right but jim Carrey. Harry's improvisation alone in How the Grinch Stole Christmas and the set design and the makeup and just the world building for such a ambitious, really approach to like a classic story. Incredible. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, I watched Once Upon a Few Christmases ago. So, you know, it's just not a it's just not a staple in my home. With the Grinch, this specific version, the Jim Carrey version, I watched it. It didn't matter if it was Christmas growing up. I would watch it in May or July or just whenever it was. Like I would come home. I would turn on my little TV. I had it on a VCR tape and I would put it in my little TV in my room and I would play Barbies or American Girl Dogs or, or whatever I was playing. And American I Girl Dogs? American Girl Dog? Dogs, yes. American Girl Dogs. Wait, I thought you were just saying that by accident. American Girl Dogs Dog? is a real thing? No, it's not a real thing. It's a game that I played with my friends. Please don't attack us. Not attacking. I... We're just asking for context. Anyways, I Got was feeling it. vulnerable. I shared. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick. What are the rules of American Girl Dogs? <laughs> we're just going to slide past that? Did you position your American human girl dolls into, were they on all fours? Because you didn't have dog dolls? Did you not have a stuffed animal? Honestly, the dolls were barely even involved in the game. So no. the Grinch wins. Yep, I watched it all the time. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> so now we're going to do It's a Wonderful Life versus Edward Scissorhands. I'm going to need some context for this Edward Scissorhands pick from the man that picked it. Hi, that's myself. My name is Christian Baltazar. Thank God. I was afraid I picked it because I have no way to defend it. 29 years old, tall, dark, and handsome. And uh, Tall? Yeah. Medium-sized and handsome. <laughs> medium-sized and subjectively handsome. Depends on who you are. I'm medium-sized <laughs> and human. Uh, How about the movie, Christian? Let's go. <laughs> let's keep on going. Edward Scissorhands, in my heart, 
has always been a Christmas movie. Because it snows in that one scene? Well, because you're it's, dumb. Go on. Yes. <laughs> right? Is that it? They don't even have, I guess it's a little bit Christmas. When she's telling the story, when Winona Ryder is old and gray and wrinkly and she's a grandmother, she's Gross. reading to her granddaughter in bed. It is, I believe, Christmas. I think it's snowing outside. Then make it Christmas. And also, when Edward Scissorhands is making an ice sculpture in the backyard and it's snowing and Winona Ryder is just spinning in circles, very Christmassy. I'm going to go ahead and just swerve that and say it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Christian needs to fix his mindset on what Christmas is because Edward Scissorhands doesn't make the cut. And that's just what it is. I, I pick it's a wonderful life, but I will say one con. Okay. Not a lot about Christmas and it's a wonderful life. <gasps> Because there's a, it's all flashback. They're, they're going back to different days and different holidays and stuff. Uh, and also maybe the most depressing Christmas film ever. The fact that they make us watch it every single year uh, is because the government's trying to kill us. It's very sad. It is very sad. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. I think if at such an early decade, it's talking about like individuality. I should have chased my dreams and all of that stuff for a black and white film. Very respectable. I, I don't have your money. Your money's in Bill's house, and Bill's money's in Sarah's farm. And Potter, <laughs> what turns me off about it's a wonderful life is the it fact shouldn't that... turn you on. Exactly, that was my thought. Exactly. I, I, it doesn't. <laughs> what, what what turns me away? It's it's you know everyone's talking in transatlantic accents, and uh, Edward Scissorhands has Johnny Depp. What do you say? I'm saying that uh, it's a wonderful life is not that. Shane, don't love it. Don't watch it every year. <gasps> I'm disgusted. It's depressing. It's only happy at the end. Barely. But that's the whole thing is like, look at all the bad things people do at Christmas time because like they're hurting or they're sad or they're lonely or whatever. And it's like that reminder of like to look at what you're thankful for and like to reflect on those things and just to be grateful, really. You know, I think it's an important message. I mean, honey, I'm grateful every day, but I don't need to be reminded by Potter (laughs) (laughs) smacking his bloody ear. It's a classic. It paved the way. And this song, Buffalo Gal, come on, that's a hit. Buffalo Gal, won't you come out? You know, that <laughs> come looks, on that's such a good song. What do you want? The moon? I'll get a big glass show in. <laughs> Throw it around the moon, bring it down to you. And can you imagine a school where your gym floor opened up into a pool? That's pretty sick. It seems actually incredibly dangerous. It's a wonderful idea. Yeah, we're going to have to give it to that. All right, here we go. This is an easy slam dunk. Jingle All the Way versus 8-Bit Christmas. Who put 8-Bit Christmas on here? First of all, Christian did. I did, and it's a good movie. It's a good Christmas film. Idiot. I love (laughs) Neil Patrick Harris. I think it's a good story, but it's not better. No. It's not better. You don't like it at all? You don't like it at all? A child trying to find his Nintendo? Listen to me right now. Listen as I speak. Oh, my God. 8-Bit Christmas sucks. Oh, my God. Big Time sucks. I Do you hear yourself right now? The band's called Big Time Rush. I wanted so bad, so bad to stop watching that movie. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to power through because of this freaking podcast. But just know I hated every gosh darn moment of it because as much as I love Neil Patrick Harris, I'm like, why do I care if this kid gets a Nintendo? Of course, it's like, oh, I didn't get the Nintendo, but my rich uncle at the end is going to buy it for me. But I don't care because I love my dad, even though he's dead. And guess what? It was so bad. It was literally so bad. I wanted to cry at the end go on say your piece you idiot 
I agree. Jingle All the Way is better. Yes. But 8-Bit Christmas is not a bad Christmas film. For an HBO Max original that was made in 2021. Yep. Nope. It deserves better credit. Also, here's my one question to you, Miss Lorraine. Mm -hmm. What's your connection to the Nintendo? You have to have a connection to these kind of like old classic retro games. I do. I I don't know if you're you're profiling me right now, but (laughs) I I was... I was big gamer girl, okay? I had the OG Nintendo. BGG? You were BGG? I had GameCube. I had it in multiple colors. Again, our only child. I started watching this movie and I was like, oh, that's really sick. Like, they're going to have this be, you know, a very, very minimal part of this movie. That's cool. And then I was like, oh, wait, the Nintendo is the whole movie. Mm -hmm. This sucks. I rest (laughs) my case. Same. Like, Lauren, you summed up my feelings. I don't do video games. I had a GameCube growing up. I had a great time playing it. I lost interest after I was like eight. I am a very nostalgic person and just like growing up with Jingle All The Way, like, I mean, hands down, that was going to be it for me anyway. So yeah, that makes sense. No, and I knew that Jingle All The Way was going to win this, but you know, I mean, 8-Bit Christmas deserves some defense. It's not that it's all about the Nintendo. It's about that the Nintendo is the engine and the rest of the movie is the car. I think the Nintendo is what they call in the film industry a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin, yeah. yeah. It's any object that is replaceable by anything else, but it does move the plot forward. Oh, it's replaceable. Yeah, I don't like your tone of voice, but you well, know, that's fine. I, it's weird that we're all arguing because we all also agree jingle all the way. Seriously, like, we've got to stop. <laughs> oh. You're right. You're it's right. A, this next one's going to be easy because it's between... The Santa Claus and I'll Be Home for Christmas. The Santa Claus. All the way. Because let me tell you, Tim Allen is Father Christmas. Tim Allen's son from Home Improvement leads in I'll Be Home for Christmas. And it's one of my favorite films. It's me and my brothers. One of our favorite Christmas films for such a long time. It was so hard to find for the last 18 years until Disney Plus came out. It was impossible to find. It means a lot to Alejandro. It was one of the first Christmas movies we tackled because we had to tackle it. And I was like, okay, let's watch this movie. It looks like just another cheesy Christmas movie. But he did not fail me. It made me tear up. I, Jessica Biel is one of her first films. Oh, my God. Jessica Biel. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> such a cute little romance that they have. And he like travels. He's supposed to get home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas, of ah. course. And if he gets there in time, his dad will give him a cool Porsche. But uh, he gets, he's kind of a cool conniving con artist kind of guy. And the bullies catch him and glue a Santa beard and Santa costume to him and throw him in the desert. But that's just not in the Christmas spirit. No, but that's why they're bullies. Show me a bully that's in the Santa Claus. Go on. I'll wait. Uh, I mean, technically Tim Allen is the bully. He kills Santa. Yeah, it was an accident. Neil's the only one who's like taking it as a real person, like reading it off of me like, oh, he thinks he's Santa. He should be on medication. No, no, no. The thing is that he is forcing Tim Allen's son to not believe in Santa Claus. I, I think I'm outvoted. I think it's going to go to the Santa Claus. But I just want to yeah. say before I shut up, I'll be home for Christmas is a Middleton staple. Elf versus Christmas with the Cranks. Elf. Elf. Yeah. Easy peasy. Easy. Look at that. Look at us. Okay. This part I think is going to be easier just because we've already defended them. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Polar Express versus Fatman. Polar Polar Express. Express. Polar Express. Let's go, baby. I'm so proud of you guys. In my brain, I had Fatman ready to say, but when my mouth opened. Polar Express came (laughs) out. The heart wants what the heart wants. (laughs) The heart wants what the heart wants. (laughs) 
This one, I'm not even quite sure of myself. Home Alone versus Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, dude. Christmas Vacation. Okay, well, I guess it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think too hard. The Grinch versus It's a Wonderful Life. The Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch. Jingle All the Way versus The Santa Claus. Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. The Santa Claus. Oh, here's the stopping point. Okay, so we haven't even (laughs) touched on Jingle All the Way and how beautiful film. It was done in a late august where it was very hot everybody's wearing really thick jackets and arnold schwarzenegger flies jingle all the way means a lot to me i have the little white vhs and the you know hard vhs case with jingle all the way in it nice and the iconic like red suit of turbo man and like the the fake toy commercials that they had and the fake uh show that they created those weren't fake commercials sir they made the toys before they made the movie you're kidding really a hundred percent Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Okay, Phil Hartman. And if we're going to talk about Sinbad before we go any further about Sinbad, we should all donate because he just had a really bad stroke and people are try- trying to raise money for him because he filed for bankruptcy twice. But anyways, yes, Sinbad <laughs> kills it. When he says Tata Turtle Man, <laughs> I laugh every year. And how the, the fact that he stole the villain's costume at the parade. And we see the villain in his underwear wrapped in tinsel. And Arnold Schwarzenegger beating up 34 different Santa Clauses in a warehouse where they make generic Turbo Men. Two of which are The Big Show and Vern Troyer. I do love The Big Show. When I think Christmas, I don't think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I just don't. Yeah, this movie's last on my list. I'm sorry. Whoa. When November rolls around, guess who's in my brain 24-7? That is Mr. Tim Allen. Barack Obama. And that is because he is my Santa Claus. We're going to have to rock, paper, scissors then. Yeah, Christian and Lauren, it's up to you. Oh this my time. God! Jingle but- All the Way is is a Christmas film. Jingle All the Way makes my heart warmer than it than the Santa Claus. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot! Oh, you're lagging. Stay, you're stay, lagging. stay, stay, stay. What was it, I Lauren? I stayed, girl. I did paper. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm glad that you're truthful. I won. Yeah. Yes, so Jingle did. All so the Way. G- g- hey, good job. Thank you, my friend. Elf versus Polar Express. Elf. 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 Christmas Vacation versus The Grinch. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. It's the time of year. (sighs) The moose eggnog cups alone (laughs) make it a better film. I'll go with Christmas Vacation. Although the girl who plays Cindy Lou Who now is a fine, beautiful woman. Oh, she's gorgeous. Doesn't she like bathe in blood or something? Yeah, she's definitely satanic. Hell yeah. She sings heavy metal. She's awesome as shit. The Pretty Reckless. She's on Gossip Girl. Ginny Humphrey. She yeah. Is. Elf versus Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Ooh. I might have to give it to Elf. Elf. For the listeners out uh. there, and if it's going to sway you two, on Netflix, they have a oh, series yeah. called The Movies That Made Us. And Elf is on there because that movie only exists the way it does through a miraculous series of events somehow getting John Favreau to sign on was a big deal. Will fair. Well, and they, they were looking for someone to lead that was familiar in the industry that would bring people to the uh, movies. And Will Ferrell was very close to not being buddy, the elf. They were looking at a whole bunch of other contenders, but Will Ferrell was down for this. They were testing other people and also the writers. It just went through a whole bunch of stuff and it is what it is through a very like in another universe it's 99.9 percent possible that this movie would not exist due to the butterfly effect god i love you okay (laughs) christmas vacation is very adult dry humor like 
you know, watching it as a kid, like my parents would have it on and I didn't get half of what they said. But now I'm like, oh, my God, this is so funny. Mm -hmm. You know, where he's looking at her boobies. literally. And then when it's like Buddy the Elf, it's like, bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so silly. Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. (laughs) Elf is funny for every generation. Elf goes through every generation. And Christmas Vacation is specifically for like adults. Like you're right. You can't watch Christmas Vacation as a kid. Yeah. It's not funny. Elf. Yep. All three of us are like, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. And Paige is like, Christmas vacation. And we're like, no, girl. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling y'all, like, that movie to my family specifically is just so special. And I have to stand by it. Like, if I'm one thing, I'm loyal. So here we go. The big kahunas. Elf versus Jingle All the Way. Elf. Jingle All the Way. Elf. Jingle all the way. I'm very conflicted. You're an insane person. I am. This is so hard. I love because the thing is that Jingle All the Way has the nostalgia factor because I grew up with that VHS. Elf uh, came out later in the early 2000s. It's already DVDs. But it's more objectively speaking, a much better film. Jingle All the Way is closer to my heart. But if we're trying to find the best Best Christmas Christmas movie of this list, I'm going to go with Elf. Oh, thank God. Like if an alien came down and was like, explain this holiday to me. Please explain. You'd be like, all right, sit down. And you put Elf on. Well, there's a lot to learn in Elf. Like you look at Elf and you're like, this is Will Ferrell. He's still funny. And then you have Arnold in this other movie and you're like, who? He's like a governor now. He's in politics. (laughs) I'm like, what? Zoe Deschanel in Elf. How have we not mentioned her? Blonde. No bangs. Blonde Zoe is a bombshell. I yes, mean, and we sing with her in the shower in that film. <laughs> Seeing her play something, mm. someone that's actually a little more cynical, a little more like uh, with the tough exterior. We love a grumpy girl. We love a main character who's a grumpy girl, and she just she needs to get that spirit back in her. And Will Ferrell's like, "Here's spirit. I'm gonna put it in you." You know? Yes. So Elf. Unfortunately, I love Jingle all the way, but compared to the two, I I, I gotta go with Elf. I do love that. All right, now for the fun side, guys. The fun side. A lot of you don't have any emotional ties to these rom-coms like I do, so it should be <laughs> cake. Love Hard versus Holidate. Love Hard. Love Holidate. Hard. Love Hard. Holidate is fun, <laughs> but Love Hard with Jimmy O. Yang and- uh, It's got Nita. You have to pick She's it. great. The story oh, is- it's well put. I love Jimmy O. Yang's dad and the whole candle business going on. I like this uh this very unrealistic plot that he's, he's catfishing he her. Sounds Asian on the phone, but looks like but looks like uh, the guy from Entourage. <laughs> it's so unbelievable, but I think the way it's it's well done. Holiday is fun too, but it's not as clever. Yeah, that was one I thought was really cute like not cheesy you know i i thought i mean it was cheesy but i thought like you said they did it very well and it's just so impossible that it would happen that it almost makes you believe it because you're like i mean yeah if these writers said it like it's got to be true because i myself thought that it would never happen so here we are right it's a cute story it's not gonna like break any records but it's cute enough and it's Christmassy. so let's give it to them I consent the loss or whatever, but Love Heart was very predictable. It's just a very own funny. holiday it was so wasn't. Predict- no, no, but I didn't bring that part up. Okay. I didn't bring up that as a point. Okay, okay. Listen, <laughs> I'm a female. We think differently. Okay, my brain's not functioning the way your brain functions. Told true, you. True, true, true. All right, let's hit it, baby. Next. 
Four Christmases versus the Christmas Prince. Four Christmases. Let's do this at the same time, guys. One, two, three. Four, Four Christmases. Christmases. And you should fall in a ditch <sighs> and just stay there. You okay, should. Lauren, you're going to get 10 seconds to defend the Christmas Prince because we all know Four Christmases is Vince Vaughn's best film. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy. You're crazy, man. Okay, so Four Christmases. Tim McGraw is in it. Come on, guys. Listen, honey. Do you have divorcees, divorcees in your family? I don't think so. Listen, I mean, but but keep in mind they're from the Midwest, so there's a chance that they should be divorced and they're <laughs> just they're not. not. So let's keep uh... that in the brain. My family, I have four sets of grandparents. Literally four Christmases. Like last year, Nathan and I pulled off a four Christmases in one day. We went <laughs> to different houses. <laughs> Hot mess. I just, the movie's so relatable, not in the sense that my family acts like that, but just that predicament of like, that's how you're spending your holiday and you have to go to all these houses and it's just a different type of crazy. It's just, it's too real. You have to love it. My connection for Four Christmases is twofold. One, I saw it in theaters with my brother and my cousin Michael, and it was like a really good bonding moment for the three of us. And like, so we all went to go see Four Christmases and we're like, that movie's awesome. But then the other thing is, the relationship between Tim McGraw and Vince Vaughn as brothers being so aggressive and wrestling all the time. At the time when this movie came out, that's how me and my brother were. We were very hard. Now we're now, now we're adults and we like shake hands and we kiss our cheeks, our face cheeks. And um, it's <laughs> yeah. just a great film about all these experiences. And and also the four families actually are not the, the story at all. The story is the relationship mm-hmm. between Reese Witherspoon yeah. and Vince Vaughn. It's hard to like fathom. Because most people, like your stereotypical couples, that's how it is. It's like they're just suffering through. And I don't know. I think it's a really good laugh. Like, And that's another, like we were talking about earlier, quotable movies. I feel like I can't personally quote much, but I feel like it is something my family quotes a lot. All right. All right. Because I love my in-laws, I'll say Four Christmases. (laughs) Fine. Boom. Four Christmases it is. This one's going to be a super duper easy one. The Princess Switch versus Cinderella Story, A Christmas Wish. What a trash fire that movie was. Pause, pause, That was the most disgusting movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Paige, wait, what's going on? Like you you said in our text thread. These are class A Oscar nominated worthy films. and, And then you brought up these two in particular. Cinderella Story Christmas. I put it on the other day. I got Everly down for a nap. I was like, let me watch this one because I haven't seen it. Laura, Mar- whatever her name is, can't stand Marano. her. I hate her so much. Oh, can't have Laura on the show. No, we can't. <laughs> I don't know. It was just painful to watch. Like, she's just such an awkward person. And, like, I'm not knocking her for that. Like, I mean, I'm awkward too. It's just to see her on the screen. Like, I just cringe. Oh, no, you're you're actively knocking her right now. But continue. <laughs> you, you are, like, going right for the heart. I, I do want to say I watched A Cinderella Story not knowing that this was a different film. Well, that's why I was so upset too, I think. Like, I love a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. And then I love another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez with all the dancing and stuff. Oh, yeah. So those are bomb films. Yeah. And then you roll up on this Christmas rendition and you're like, this is actual garbage. Fire. Like, what am I with watching? With Greg Sulkin, who had probably one of the worst American accents I've heard in a long time. Don't even get me started on that. His British was slipping out and I was like cringing. It was so bad. 
I'm just going to say that I'm voting The Princess Switch by default also, just because I hated that movie so much. Because The Princess Switch is a good movie. No, it is a good movie. Princess Switch was tough to get through the first 15 minutes. I, and let me explain Whoa. myself. Let me explain myself. <laughs> it's because it's... against Chicago? No, 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 no. It has nothing the to do with Chicago. I, I know you're from there, and that's great. But the way the movie starts out is very like like a bad written play or like a horrible improv scene where they're like, what? hi, hi, so-and-so, my sous chef or like my, my assistant baker. Oh, it's so nice that your uh, daughter's here. Also, hey, it's so crazy that we were, what? that we've known each other for 12 years. And now we're in love. And now it's like they're explaining everything for us rather than like subtle details in the movie to let us know like, oh, They've been friends for a long time. Like, oh, it, it's script they writing. Might fall in love. One one hundred. It's not even script writing one on one. It's like basic, more basic yes. than that. But then, uh, when it starts to pick up, is when we meet Vanessa Hudgens two point oh. the the Duchess of uh, Cambridge, uh, Mon, Mon, <laughs> Montanaro. Mm -hmm. I like re fell in love with Vanessa Hudgens because, come on, look at that facial symmetry. <laughs> It is a little outrageous that they fall in love with each other's boo things. Because they weren't in love with them. It's not like they actually yes. switched lovers. They were never in love with the other person. They just switched lives. We just talked about this downstairs about relationships that like just don't line up. And yeah. that's why afterwards it lines up. But this is a different thing. The guy's a <laughs> prince. This is like a whole like You're political right. you shift. Sell, you sell your family just to be part of a royal family. Kate Middleton. Exactly. So Princess Switch wins. Yes. yes. Yes, it does. Hands down. Next one. Holiday in handcuffs versus last Christmas. Last, last Christmas. Christmas. Hang on. Hang on. I need to. I'm going to say holiday in handcuffs. Oh, oh uh. I need to look up last Christmas real quick because holiday in handcuffs is actually one of my favorite Christmas. <laughs> you need it's you so both. good. Holiday in handcuffs is so dumb and stupid. It's that it's phenomenal. Oh, my God. OK. But last Christmas has a wham slash George Michael soundtrack and you just can't beat that. It's so sad. I love George Michael. It is so sad. But Holiday in Handcuffs, that is abuse. That is Stockholm Syndrome at its best. I mean, She pointed a vintage pistol in his face in the car. So you hate Beauty and the Beast? I'm whatever about it. Okay, I don't love it's it. A, it's the same thing. I don't love it. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's Melissa also Stockholm Syndrome. And Mario Lopez have some of the most impeccable chemistry. It's so good. Listen, I just watched Last Christmas last night. I've seen it like 75 times. In 2019, when it came out, we go see this movie. I have absolutely no idea what's happening. Like, I just show up, no concept of what's going on. And I lean over in the movie. I'm sobbing. It's like when they're in his flat or whatever, or in the flat that he was like squatting in. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it, but. No, no, ruin <laughs> it. He's super dead. Go on. Whoa. You'd even warn the listeners. I, she doesn't need to. Well, she did say no ruin it. And then, but anyways, I just remember leaning over to him in the movie and I'm like, she has his heart. Like before it was revealed, I'm like crying. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? And then it's like revealed a little bit later on. And I just, I love that movie so much, mostly because of the music. I'm not going to lie. Yes. It, it's it's good so music. good. It's fire. Like you can just sing along to the whole thing. I think it's way too sad to be considered one of the greatest Christmas movies. So we're going to have to rock, paper, scissors this. I, I'm going to say also Last Christmas is a B-list film and a C-list Christmas song. No. Uh, oh, disagree. Disagree. <laughs> disagree. A-list song, A-list movie. It's not the saddest song ever. 
It's so good. You're lucky I'm not singing the soundtrack right now. It's fresh in my brain. A-list song, B-list movie. It's the same thing as Blue Christmas. Of course, there have to be sad songs. What is a rainbow without rain? As you said earlier, this episode, boy. I hate when you use my lines. Christmas without you. Yeah. I I, I like your voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always going to give you a compliment whenever you sing. Amelia Clark is a gem. I'm Holiday in Handcuffs, so is Alejandro. So you have to be us. You're representing for us. Okay, wait, Paige, do you want to go or you want me to go? You do your thing. Who wants the fist? On the count of three. Wait, what? We'll do one, two, three, and then Rochambeau. <laughs> I hate you. I hate that. So one, much. two, three. Rochambeau. And it's last Christmas, mofo. Gosh darn it. Holiday and handcuffs could never exist in this universe, and it's completely fine. Last Christmas is affecting a few people around the world because it has a wonderful message. Rather than just handcuff, kidnap, be an insane person to get the love of your life. Christian, you're an insane person. Call me insane then. You're insane. On that note, single all the way versus just friends. Just friends. Just friends. Just friends. I agree. Single all the way. No. no. I say just friends. Single all the way. <laughs> it's such a good movie. I love Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit. Yep. It has like a dollop. One little drop of Christmas in it. All it is is about getting the love of his life. And it's like barely set around Christmas. <laughs> Literally. Hey, hey, Lauren, put the bottle down. Put the bottle down for a second here. Yeah, okay. You're drunk. Don't drive. Just friends is perfect we relate to just friends a lot because we're from a small town we see that kind of relationship of like the high school kids who never left and the couple of kids who did leave and like come back so i will say that but it doesn't matter i don't actually have to say it because just friends wins all right (laughs) (laughs) sorry to disappoint you now this one christian's gonna have um, a conniption on this one let's hear it the family man versus a christmas story i'm gonna say the family man i'm gonna say the family man that movie on Pond Rewatch, it changed my life. Such a beautiful idea of like no choice is good or bad, but they make a difference. Yeah, they truly make a difference. I do like The Family Man, and I that is my choice. But shout out to A Christmas Story for having the iconic tongue on the, the pole scene. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I had a Red Rider BB gun because of this film. Ralphie is an incredible character that will always be iconic in all Christmas movies. And the fact that the sequel just came out. Has anyone seen it? Has anyone seen it? I saw the first 20, 30 minutes. It's really good. It's actually really good. If you like a Christmas story, I hear you'll like the sequel. A very true sequel. But The Family Man in our latest episode that we just put out reviewing it, I literally say that it made me a better person because it really makes you think about the decisions that you make. It made me cry three times. We're giving it to the family man. Now, The Nightmare Before Christmas versus Christmas Inheritance. The Nightmare Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas Inheritance. I watched that to the very end, and I kind of liked it. And I like the 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 male romantic counterpart. If I don't vote Nightmare Before Christmas, my girlfriend won't let me back into the house. Help me out here, Paige. I'm really sorry. You know I don't like to make no! my holidays. However. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not to say it's a bad movie, which it kind of is. It, it is compared to Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Bottom line, I'm upset, but <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> 
I do love Jack Skellington and Sally's romance, so I guess that's something that I can live with. Jack Skellington, the first really skinny guy who definitely got the hot girl. <laughs> Let's unpack that at a later time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next up is Klaus and Christmas Chronicles. I- I'm voting Christmas Chronicles because I, I don't no. know. I don't know Klaus. No. I, I never met the man. I've never. I've never seen him in action. For me, I do prefer Christmas Chronicles only because we watched that together when it first came out. It's a special memory. Klaus to me was like creepy animation, kind of like what they were saying about the Polar Express. Oh my god, this I'm I'm getting a nosebleed. It, it's a good story. I I agree. Like I I like it. It was great. It was just kind of weird. I didn't enjoy it. Kurt Russell was a kind of weird Santa. No, no, yes. so cool. <gasps> no, but what Santa's weird? not cool. Kurt Russell, Santa's not cool. Well, you Kurt don't know Russell- Santa. Kurt, I, uh, we actually a lot of. Us I do, do know Santa. Kurt Russell, Santa is the one that like also packs, but has like a concealed carry. So it's like you don't know until you know. This is why I like the Christmas Chronicles a lot. It's so realistic in the sense of like, okay, this guy's dressed like Santa. Okay, oh, he's he knows my name. That's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, he knows exactly what I wanted for Christmas in 1996. He knew that I wanted a GI Joe. He knew that I wanted this Hot Wheel. He knew what I wanted these four years in a row. He knows that I want all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Klaus is such a beautiful story. I'm going to be so mad at you guys if this is a unanimous. Sorry, honey. It's already unanimous. Klaus is like, has an incredible story, has such a unique animation style, but Kurt Russell as it's almost It's almost so unique that it's upsetting and gross. No. (laughs) So Christmas Chronicles, yeah? Yes, I think yeah, it's a three against one. So insane! This was even gonna make me more mad. Okay, White Christmas versus Love Actually. Love Actually. White Christmas. White Christmas. White Christmas. Love Actually could on. I thought I was gonna like it. I watched it for the first time this year. Not enough zombies. Not enough zombies. Not enough zombies. Not enough. If you're gonna have Andrew Lincoln. No, there's just a whole bunch of like questionable things, and and it's on the tier. All questionable. It's on the same tier of like- uh, He's just not that into you. New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day where there's just too many Mm. stories going on, right? Yeah, it's like nine intertwined. And the second reason is that there's like a whole bunch of like infidelity Del, like infidelity in there well that's i mean that's that's pretty common in well real like life. rick like <laughs> the guy that plays rick in walking dead uh andrew lincoln andrew, andrew lincoln. lincoln fake that, american that whole thing he he's in love with his best friend's wife and only records her at their wedding and she's like this is romantic that's, that's love guys actually that's love that's love actually honestly it's a horrible film but the best thing is the thing with the signs but even that in context is really weird. Still very weird. I don't know, guys. Like, I have no emotional attachment to either of these movies, honestly. Like, I really couldn't care less. That's terrifying to me, but okay. I'm sorry. Like, I just, I really just don't care. Sisters. Sisters. It's the passion for me. Next, Falling for Christmas versus A Christmas Carol. You guys are really going to dislike my answer about this. I already know what you're going to say. Because you're going to choose Falling for Christmas. I have to. (laughs) I have to pick A Christmas Carol. There's only one reason. My beautiful girlfriend, Karen, we would not be together if it was not for A Christmas Carol. Oh, that's lovely. 
in the second grade, we went to go see this play. We were sitting next to each other on the bus, and she leaned over and was talking about the ghosts, and it scared the fuck out of me, so I started crying. And then she got in trouble for making me cry, and I got to meet the actors because I was scared of a ghost story. Then we sat together on the bus ride home, and then like 25 years later, we're living together and having a good relationship. Uh, he recently brought up the story on a podcast two years ago, and she was listening to the podcast and uh, slid into uh, his DMs. My mouth is agape for all the listeners. I'm shook. <laughs> I got through 17, 17 minutes of falling for Christmas, and I turned it off. I just want to say, I wanted this bit to be a lot better. I want Lindsay Lohan to be back and making films. I, I don't care that she almost married the prince of Saudi Arabia. I don't care that she says she is a full-time resident of Dubai. I don't care. I was excited for her comeback. I was counting down the days to November 8th, which was the release, the Netflix release for Falling for Christmas, put on 17 minutes of it, and I was like, I'm so sorry horrible it's definitely not herbie fully loaded <laughs> i miss herbie fully loaded it was so bad honey i'm sorry i wanted to like it i did lauren there's something <laughs> called acting and acting. acting is not done in falling for christmas <laughs> to be fair yes all of them are very hallmark level actors actresses but Lindsay lohan you can tell that she brought her parent trap chops with her to the set but she set the bar too high she set the bar too high that's because she should meet the bar every time just it's disappointment it spells disappointment love hard versus four christmases Four Christmases. Yeah. Four Christmases. Yeah, Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. It's tough. Jimmy O. Yang versus Vince Vaughn. It has to be Vince Vaughn. I would like to see that fist fight, though. This one's going to upset me a lot, and that is the Princess Switch versus Last Christmas. Is it because we're all picking Last Christmas? Yes, that is why, because... Wait, wait. Uh... Lauren, you're already predicting your defeat, meaning that you know that you have horrible taste, meaning oh. that what are you doing, girl? So, come on, let me hear it. Last Christmas or Princess Last Switch? Christmas. Last, Last Christmas. Christmas. I, I think we've already said it, actually. And the very next day, you gave, gave it away. This year, save me from tears. Wait, ready? Merry Christmas. I, I wrapped, wrapped it up and sent it. Okay. <laughs> Just friends versus the family man. Oh. Family man. I need to look at my co-host to uh, we can, figure we can this out. Say it at the same time. One. Wait, wait, wait. No, I don't two, know. I don't know. Three. I don't know. I don't family know. Family man. Family man. Yeah, it is family man. I, any other year besides this year, I would have picked Just Friends. But just coming off of watching Family Man and really giving it like a breakdown and a watch with a fine tooth comb. Yes. Family man. Ooh. All right, guys. NBC versus CC. Nightmare Before Christmas versus Christmas Chronicles. I'm going to say Nightmare Before Christmas. NBC. Because it's a good holiday film for any holiday because they, they touch on Halloween, Christmas, Easter. Like they, it's a really a good, it's a good holiday film well for rounded. any holiday. I just have one quick question. So I know Klaus lost, but if it were up against Nightmare Before Christmas and Klaus, would you guys still choose Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you for solidifying that you guys are absolute idiots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually insane to me. How do you like talk to people? You don't know how to interact with humans. I love it. No, I, you I think don't. Lauren changed how nothing about you. How did you befriend you. an angel will... like Paige? Because you... <laughs> Are, oh, you're good, Lauren. You, you should be a CEO of a company. 
You are just so you're evil. The, you're the American dream. I'm proud of you, and I think you should continue. Look, she's rubbing life. the bullshit out of her eyes because she watches a bunch of bad movies. I'm rubbing the exhaustion out of my eyes because I'm just, I'm tired at this point. I'm so sad. Klaus is so good. I totally. Klaus is out of the question. Klaus is good. Klaus is gone. But it's out of the question. I know. No, forget about it. We're not talking about it. He's gone. Oh my God. Okay. White Christmas versus A Christmas Carol. Finally, two classics up against one another. I feel like I have to say White Christmas because there's so many renditions of A Christmas Carol. Like, we're not all going to be talking about the same one. I, I will. I, I'm voting Christmas Carol. I um. I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's a Dickens Fair that goes on every single year in San Francisco. It's a big deal for us here, and I had the opportunity to work and be part of the Dickens Fair a couple of years ago. Uh, and I got to teach kids how to fence, and I got to hang out with Charles Dickens, and I got to meet Scrooge. Also, I got drunk with the Ghost of Christmas Past. So I'm voting Christmas Carol. <laughs> I will go with White Christmas because I love Bing Crosby, and I love the song. I'm a crooner. I I love uh, that song is I mean it's just like young boy what day is it sir and he's You know like, how I feel about transatlantic accents and all that stuff I'm just mad Christmas Carol lost Yeah I'm sorry dude but you know I'm flailing now the game I'm is just the game. flailing The game is the game Now for Christmases versus last Christmas Yeah I've got to say four Christmases cuz like last Christmas is a good movie but like I'm bonded with four. Four Christmases, bro. You know what? Because Last I, Christmas emotionally stimulates me a bit more than four Christmases. But Amelia Clark, incredible. And the twist at the end, it's heart-wrenching. Come on. And Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Yeoh. Oh, whoa. From Everything Everywhere All at Once, as well as other things, incredible mother figure to Amelia Clark that because Amelia Clark doesn't have a great relationship with Emma Thompson, who's her biological mother, it makes sense. It's beautifully written, beautifully acted, and it is cute, and it's a very unique story. Uh, Christian, tell us how you really feel. And that's how I really feel. You know what? I appreciate you for using this space to say your piece, but... Not the time nor the place. Not it. Yeah, yeah. it's just not it. This is also, what also, I, you told me to express myself because, well, <laughs> what am I supposed to do in this manipulative space? How am I supposed to freely <laughs> exist as an individual who can express myself? Cool, 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 cool. That's great. And oh, honestly, thanks. guys, if you think Christian's mind blew up on that one, wait till the next one because mm. he's going to poop himself. Family Man versus Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Family Man. Family, family Man. Man. Okay. Family <laughs> see, look at how well I took that. Do you do you see how well I took that? Yeah, we're all taking notes. Lauren. Boring. Thank you. At this point, sure. Why not? Family Man. Yeah. Okay. But, You're but so sarcastic. That leaves... Family Man versus Four Christmases. And Four Christmases has won landslides every single one, except for maybe this one. Family Man. Oh. Four Christmases. Four Christmases. Four Christmases. Yes! And once again, I'll be like, I respect your opinions because you guys are my equal peers that I do not feel- You're so mature. Yeah, thank you very much. And as much as I do hold a very soft spot in my heart for Family Man, I understand that it you is- You have a really hard spot for Four Christmases. Four Christmases and White Christmas. Four Christmases. No. White Christmas. White Christmas. No. White Christmas. Christian. Christian. Dreaming of oh, Hawaii. Yes. Christmas. July the way. It's a classic. It is a classic. We're all singing, We're singing different, different lyrics. We're all, We're all in different verses. Yeah. Different Everything verses. Everything is yeah. garbage. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just getting black. <laughs> 
the Super Bowl of Christmas films comes down to Elf versus White Christmas. Which one is the greatest Christmas movie? It's got to be Elf. You heard their whole spiel about how it's one in a million, iconic, the pieces working together. It was literally fake that <laughs> it's a movie. It is. But it's not better than White Christmas. Elf. Alejandro is leaving. <laughs> He's retired. He's very upset. Lay it on us. We're the foundation of this country, these young minds, children and up to people our age. And if you were to put us in a test room where we would uh, compare White Christmas and Elf, we would easily just go with Elf. White Christmas is just sadly outdated in comparison. So Elf is funny. It's modern. It has it all as romance, has great comedy. It has uh, stop motion animation. You can't really beat that. It checks all the boxes at this, as they would say in Bachelor. So, for our listeners, Alejandro has he not come back yet. No, he's gone. He's <laughs> like he gone. legit left. Oh, oh, here he is. Elf is a masterpiece, dude. He's pouting. Arms though. folded, very pouty. Those are both staples in my household. And White Christmas just has to be. It's the best Christmas film. White Christmas is Christmas. White Christmas is Christmas. I think Elf and White Christmas, the fact that they were duking Makes it out sense. at the end, it means that they are both phenomenal Superior Christmas movies. Film. I mean, it's going to be subjective always. I'll take being outvoted. I, w- I want to go down swinging and just say White Christmas is like the standard. The song, you cannot go into any store around Christmas time, any restaurant, any building that's not playing Christmas music, and White Christmas doesn't happen. You got to hear Bing. You got to hear Bing. <laughs> That's the song. The song is from the movie, though. The song is from the movie, but is the song the movie? It's the best part of the movie. It's the best part of the movie, but is the song the movie? Elf is not great it's... because of its soundtrack, even though it has great it songs. It does have it. a great soundtrack. Though. It has a great soundtrack. But if you were to strip away the songs and still watch the movie, it'd be fantastic. We're here debating best Christmas movie ever. Yeah. If I'm stuck on an island on Christmas Day for the rest of my life and I, I want can only color pick one on film, my movie. White Christmas comes in color. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> fake color on it, but it's anyway. Technicolor. Go ahead. It's technically color. I, I'm going to take my loss. I accept Elf as the best Christmas film. I love Elf. I have a great affinity for it. I love stop motion and I love Mr. Norwal. And don't forget the Arctic puffins. <laughs> my buddy. I mean, it's just so quotable. One of my favorite scenes in White Christmas is when Bing Crosby and Danny Kane, when they do the sisters oh, best choreo. I've ever seen. Oh my god! Incredible choreo! Just to get the nerd out of me, White Christmas was supposed to be Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire, uh, but oh, Fred Astaire, Astaire could, great. couldn't make for the filming of it, so they replaced him with Danny Kane, who did an impeccable job. But just imagine how he good did. White Christmas would have been. The whole dance number that the girl does all by herself was supposed to be her and Fred Astaire. Oh my God. Really? And because he didn't, he wasn't able to make the film, they turned it into a solo. But just imagine, I just want to say, there's an alternate universe where Fred Astaire made the film and this one wins. Yeah, maybe. But this is, uh, you know, our this universe. This is our universe. <laughs> oh, you're right. I, I lose in this universe all the time. You're right. Elf wins. White Christmas, good secondary option for you. But Elf is the greatest Christmas movie of all time, according to us. And we're geniuses. I'm okay with that. Elf, overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Overrated. Properly rated. Properly Properly rated. rated. He's a sore loser. His opinion doesn't count. Throwing up in his mouth. Anyway, Paige, where can people find you? Yeah, the people can find me on Instagram at Paige.Hollinsworth. Lauren, where can the people find you? 
They can also find me on the Instagrams at Lauren H. Writes, um, and they can find our podcast at and here's why underscore pod. Boys. Hello. Brothers. Yes, that's us. Where can the people find you? Well, you can find Christian at Christian has asthma. And you can find Alejandro at call underscore me Jesus. And you can follow the podcast at ICBTB podcast. That's everything, guys. That's on YouTube. That's on iTunes. Oh, that was cute. That's on Spotify. <laughs> that is on Instagram and the TikTok. But really, watch us on YouTube because I do a lot of hard work editing the video aspect. So if you uh do have the time to sit down, it's uh, a hoot. It's a hoot. It is a hoot. It is. You can't watch us because I look like a sewer rat. No, so. you don't. Thank you, ladies, for having us on here and doing an incredible bracket. I mean, yes. this kind of organization is what we wish we had. I took all my losses with grace and dignity. Grace and well, dignity? I mean, you Get out of town. If you did, you wouldn't bring what? it back up. But that's fine. That's, no. That's... We could end it there. But after this stops recording, I'm going to yell at you. Yeah, Paige, you should attend to your baby. But we're going to berate Lauren because that was egregious.